When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on a sneaky huge day in the NFL. We have all the very latest on the most expensive tag sale in history. Plus, NBA All-Star Weekend, the hashtag crew has assembled around me and the offices of Greenberg and Tannenbaum are now reopening in our new location. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. One place to start. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Smartest thing that I do this morning is have Mike Tannenbaum by my side. We just wrapped up two hours of TV, and now we just sort of shift our location over here to ESPN Radio Coast to Coast. Delighted to have Mike T on this really important day because the franchise tag... Having been a talk show host for as long as I've been one, again, we, we came to these jobs, we came to the seats in which we are sitting this minute from completely different places, even though you and I have so many things in common. Like there are, Mike Tannenbaum and I have so many things in common, but we chose very different paths to get where we are. You were actually within the football business. I've always been one covering it. And I have a talk show host's mentality. I always worry that fans don't follow things like franchise tags and exclusive versus non-exclusive tag and all that stuff. It's not their job to understand all these things. But how those things play out over the course of today through the next two weeks are going to reshape the NFL as we know it. And it starts in Baltimore. Yeah, Greeny. And not all tags are created equal or situations are created equal. If I'm a Raven fan, I really need to know what it means to be exclusive or non-exclusive, and specifically the fundamental decision the Ravens have to make starting literally right now is if we put the exclusive tag on, Lamar Jackson can't play for anybody else. He's going to make roughly $45 million this year. End of story. Or they could put the traditional franchise tag, non-exclusive, roughly $32 million, and another team can sign him to an offer sheet, and then the Ravens either match it and he's a Raven or they don't and they get two first-round picks. And talking to a lot of people around the league, a lot of people think this would be the year that if he gets the traditional tag of roughly $32 million, a team, let's say a team like Atlanta, could actually go ahead and give him that offer sheet. And, and then the, the third piece of this, because that was very well explained, the third piece is that regardless of which tag they put on him, they could trade him. Mm-hmm. So all sports fans, any NBA fan certainly knows the expression, the sign and trade, this would be the tag and trade. And all those things feel like possibilities here. And there were all kinds of political influences on all this, if you will, because I think that the Ravens ownership is getting pressure from the other owners. Don't do a guaranteed deal. Don't do a guaranteed deal. That The floodgates open on that the minute there is a second one of those to go with Deshaun Watson's. And I'm sure a lot of players would like to see Lamar Jackson continue to hold fast to his desire slash demand for a fully guaranteed contract because that might be a paradigm shift as well. One way or the other, if you had to guess the way, and, and your guess is very educated because you were a GM in two different places, you know how these things are likely to go. 
What do you think the outcome of it all will be? I think Lamar's on a different team this year because, as you said, you know, for the last couple of hours, Green, there's such a dearth of options if you need a quarterback, and we have about 14 teams total that need a quarterback. So I think this is the year that this could actually happen. Now, if the Ravens say, hey, we can't lose him, we're going to pay him $45 million, which is not a great use of cap dollars, but we're going to do it for one more year, then I think he's a Raven. But if he gets to the traditional tag, I think he moves. And Green, you make another great point. If you go back to Steve Bashai's comments he made at the Breakers last March, right after Deshaun Watson's deal went down, he called that deal reckless, irresponsible. And I think we're on the precipice of truly a transformational offseason when you think about guys like Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Does another quarterback break through? And as you said, you know, one, you could say, oh, that's crazy. They're an outlier. They're Cleveland. They're desperate. But if another one of those quarterbacks breaks through and gets a fully guaranteed deal, all bets are off on what the future looks like. Yeah, one is an outlier, two is a trend. Greeny and Tannenbaum with you here on ESPN Radio. So, you know where my primary interests lie, and that, that would be with the Jets. So, if I were to tell you right now, the following options exist for the Jets. One, sign Derek Carr. Just take him off the table right now. Give him whatever it's going to take to get him happy and sign him today. That What that does is it ameliorates the possibility that you wind up with nothing Two, wait out Aaron Rodgers put all your eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket and whenever it is that he emerges from the darkness into the light go to Green Bay work at try and work out a trade talk to him whatever it is go full bore after Rodgers or three if they place the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson in Baltimore then what you would then be doing is trading two first round picks for Lamar Jackson, and giving him the contract he wants. If I told you those are my three options, what would you do? I would go at number three for a number of reasons. Lamar's age, his character, he's been a league MVP. You're immediately sitting at the big boy table in the AFC, meaning you have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. You have a great defense, and you build your offense around Lamar Jackson. So to me, Aaron Rodgers presents as many questions as answers. Because again, Greeny, as I said, when we trade for Brett Favre, we gave up a third-round pick, which was not ideal on a one-year deal, but certainly reasonable. Green Bay is going to ask for a lot more for Aaron Rodgers. So, in my mind, what you don't want if you're the, the Jets is no player and no pick a year from now. That's my biggest concern of Rodgers. Derek Carr, to me, he's okay. He's not great. And when you look at how he played last year, he wasn't very good. Why not get the guy with the best long-term upside in Lamar, who, again, is 26 years old and has been – very productive. You're going to have to change some things on your offense. But when you talk to guys, like I talk to Rex Ryan all the time, Eric Mangini, all, they all say the same thing. They hate defending player offenses when quarterback can make plays with feet. Look what Jalen Hurts did with Philadelphia. So if you could do that with a championship defense, I think that's a great situation for the Jets. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you will love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. The other fascinating quarterback situation in the NFL right now is the one involving Justin Fields in Chicago. So I will give you all the credit in the world. The final Sunday of the season, the final day of the NFL season, when I saw the Bears have secured the number one overall pick. Houston won a game. yeah, Yeah, crazy. Won a game at the very end. And the Bears got the first pick, and I thought, wow. That works out so well for them. They don't need a quarterback. They can trade that first on pick for a King's ransom. Just a dream scenario. 
And the next day, you were the one who said to me, they should just draft Bryce Young and trade Fields. And I thought, well, Tannenbaum's out of his mind. And next thing you know, everyone is telling me that this is on the list of options, that this is a real possibility. Tell me why you would do it. Bryce Young's going to be the better quarterback long term, and you get to reset the clock on his rookie deal. We just talked about Greedy, 50, 60, 70 million dollars a year, hundreds of millions of dollars guaranteed. You could go out now and sign, take both of Kansas City's tackles, Andrew Wiley and Orlando Brown. Go get Evan Ingram. Like you could go get real pieces around Bryce Young, who is small, and you really have to fortify the offensive line. I like Justin Fields, but Greedy, he has proclivities to turn the ball over he's gonna get better but if I could get a first round pick for Justin Fields create all this cap room and get somebody with a higher upside that checks a lot of boxes for me so here's what I think I I think in the end I understand wanting to start the clock and I understand the size I I understand all of the peripheral factors but at the end of the day if you're, you're building from scratch which is what Chicago is they're the worst team in the league and they have the worst roster in the league so if you're building from scratch with the Bears, to me, I would be looking at the, I'm answering only one question, and that is, who's the better player? So if you're telling me you believe Bryce Young is going to be a better player, then I can't argue with your logic. But here's what I would say. I've watched Josh Allen go from what he was to what he is. I've watched Jalen Hurts go from what he was to what he is. On a slightly different note, I've seen Daniel Jones go from what he was to what he is. No one turned the ball over more than Daniel Jones. And you get him with the right coaching, he doesn't even have the weapons, and he doesn't turn the ball over anymore. Daniel Jones doesn't have... He he can't even fathom the talent that Justin Fields has, right? Justin Fields is talented on a level with Josh Allen, maybe more so than Jalen Hurts. So I would be very, very afraid if I traded him away. Maybe I would even look at it the reverse way. I feel like if I got him in the right system with the right coaching and the right pieces around him, I might have a superstar on my hands. Why am I wrong? You may not be. Like, all the things about him improving are there. I mean, I remember seeing him at Ohio State and thinking, like, I can't believe he couldn't beat out Jake Fromm at Georgia. So that is undeniable. But what I would say is his turnover rate, and Hembo was the one that gave the stat, 140 sacks, turnovers, and uh, fumbles, and interceptions over two years. That is more than any other quarterback, and he only played 27 out of 34 games. So that's still a concern. It should get better. But again, I go back to the greatness of Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young has a chance to be an A, much the way we've seen it with Drew Brees and Russell Wilson in his prime, can make plays from the pocket and outside the pocket. We just haven't seen that consistency in Justin Fields. And if I could get another first-round pick and pair it with the better quarterback, that's the way I'm going to go. So look, I like Bryce Young a lot. But if he came with no question marks, then I would be more inclined to consider this. But he comes with a huge one, no pun intended, which is he is small. Did you just tell me this morning, I, I, I'm trying to remember, the. did you just spend a bunch of time with him? Yeah, I was with him uh, at some Super Bowl events, so I spent a number of hours with him uh, in a pretty intimate setting. Let me, I'm going to ask you an honest question, and I, I don't mean this to sound the way I know it's going to. Who's bigger, him or me? You. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, he's, I'm bigger than he is. And I love the kid. And I think he is, he is, he is a magnificently talented player. And everyone who spent more than 30 consecutive seconds around him loves him. 
But I, I spend my whole life around football players. If Chris Canty hit me once, <laughs> I would just be hit for the rest of my life. I would just remain hit. Marcus Spears, Teddy Bruschi. Like, you, cannot, you cannot be smaller than me and withstand the punishment of an NFL season. So, so the counter to that is he's played in the SEC. And he's played at the best possible level and you can. And he got hurt. He missed time this year with an injury. Yeah, and so did a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, they're going to get hurt, but I do think he has short area quickness, lower body flexibility, and his movement skills. Look, there's no guarantees. Like, you know, the trivia question today on the show about Drew Brees, you know, he played on the franchise tag because he hurt his shoulder. He went on to have a Hall of Fame career. So right. your point's very well taken, but I, I think he is – has his skill set will be that one where he'll be an exception that succeeds. Look, I hope you're right, regardless of what team he goes to. There's nothing in the world I want to be less than, you know, the middle-aged man who's had a successful life sitting here and saying, don't take him. You know, I want him to make all the money in the world. And that's the, that's the reason I said this about Zion, too, you know, and, and, a, and a, the exact opposite. Like, he's 180 degrees away from Zion with the same problem. Right, right, right. You could just see Zion coming out in the draft. And I just I said it then. I don't want to be the guy sitting here saying, don't take him. But if you take Zion, you're out of your mind. He's never going to be healthy. And I feel that same level of concern uh, for Bryce Young. So we'll see what winds up happening. Final thing from you today. Because um, we, we talked about it a lot on TV, and I like this topic, is the Giants. They have Daniel Jones. They have Saquon Barkley. There's only one franchise tag to go around. How do you handle this? Whatever your comfort zone is on Daniel Jones, $30 million a year, $40 million, or 35 on a three-year deal, Greeny, I would add 15% to that if I was the Giants. Stretch a little bit past my comfort zone because I'm betting on size and character, as you mentioned. But more importantly, now in my back pocket – I have the franchise tag for Saquon Barkley. So, you know, as a GM, I always used to think, like, all right, how can we maximize our resources? So if I have to go a little bit past my comfort zone, I do on the quarterback on a two- to three-year deal, and now I get to keep Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that, that, that I think you would. I think that if you're the Giants, you want to run that combination back one way or the other without – You want this is one that you want to date. You know, Daniel Jones is someone I strongly want to date, but I'm not sure that you want to marry him yet, and I just don't know how easy that's going to be because he, some other teams might find him the marrying kind. <laughs> All right, the law offices of Greenberg and Tannenbaum are now officially closed for the day, but it's a pleasure. Thank you, Mike. Thank Thanks. you for a lot of fun all morning long. Greeny reminding you, are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? That's gross. With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. Coming up next, my takes on Franchise Tag Day. Busy day with us. Stay there. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. This is a good choice of song by Cam. I like this um, because I, I called it on TV today. The world's most expensive tag sale begins today. Franchise tags in the NFL, huge day. And so I will give you my top five takes on this franchise tag window opening today in exactly 30 seconds after this word from ZipRecruiter. Did you know that several industries like e-commerce, healthcare, and surprisingly hospitality are heading for a hiring boom this spring? If you need to hire qualified candidates ASAP for any of these industries or any other, you need ZipRecruiter with matching technology that finds qualified candidates and then you can invite your top choices to apply. Millions of employers have used ZipRecruiter to help grow their teams. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny's Takes. All right, franchise tag window opening today. Let's do my top five takes on this day. And for this conversation, let me bring in the assembled members of the hashtag crew who have assembled around me today. Hembo is not with us today, but we do have hashtag Bubba and hashtag Cam. Gentlemen up in Bristol, how are we today? Doing great. Excellent. It seems like there was a bit of a hiatus in that response. Wait a minute. So let me just mention that I don't get to see these guys because they're in Bristol. I knew this was coming. And the TV just popped up their faces. And Cam seems to have grown, no, not seems to, has a mustache the likes of which I have not seen since I used to watch Fantasy Island in 1977 did you lose a bet? What what exactly is on your face? No, I was uh, I was down in Miami for a wedding this weekend. I don't know a ton of people there. Figure rein- reinvent myself for the weekend, and uh, it will be shaved very soon. And, and by very <laughs> soon, do you mean well before the show ends today? We have an hour and 35 <laughs> would minutes. You, would you prefer that uh, the next time I come on camera, I don't have it? I, I mean, I would prefer you would never come on <laughs> in the first place. No, I mean, I, I find it amusing i don't i don't really know what to say it's every time i have ever shaved off a significant amount of facial hair 
I, I leave the mustache ones because everyone, I think all men do this. You want to see what does it look like with the mustache. What I never do, however, is let other people see it because I look just as bad as you look right now. Excuse you. I mean, you look like, you look like, I don't even know exactly what to, you look a little bit like Groucho Marx. <laughs> it, it's a, Bubba, what is your. I think he has bigger eyebrows. What, what is your take on, on the Cam's mustache? It's jarring. Um, it is jarring. Yeah, I mean, I could do without it. He definitely just looks like uh, obviously some sort of uh, law enforce- enforcement police officer. Um, yeah, I would prefer it goes away by tomorrow. Uh, I don't think today's going to be an option because I'm assuming he doesn't have a razor with him. So tomorrow, we got to get Dollar Shave Club all over this. Yeah. I mean, we could get Dollar Shave Club in here, and we need to publicly shave uh, whether he wants it or not. We need to hold Cam down and shave him if need be. Well, I like you already what, did the Dollar Shave Club read. I would have done it for I'd you. I'd like to know what the reaction was at the wedding, where people were like, oh, that, that, this guy looks cool. Look Why at, did we invite this guy look at this here? Cool guy with a mustache. That is not what they said. They were. It was a little bit of a talking point, but uh, you know, I wasn't like stealing the show or anything. Did you not know a single person? I knew. Uh, I knew the uh, the groom. I had met the bride once or twice, and then I went with two other friends. It was uh, a guy that used to work here. So, who who got married? They used to work here. Uh, his name's Tito. I don't know if you ever met him, but uh, I don't think I yeah. know Tito. But one way or another, all right, you look ridiculous. Thank you. Anyway, uh, let let me dive into my takes here. These are my top five takes as the NFL's franchise tag window opens. Number five: uh, The Jets should not sign Derek Carr. I have come to the conclusion that the Jets should not sign Derek Carr. I don't. the The numbers that I'm seeing on him, his history in cold weather is terrible. Do you know that he has played ten games in sub forty degree temperatures, and the only one he ever won was against the Jets. The ridiculous game that he threw the long touchdown to I think it was Henry Ruggs at the very end, a game the Jets should have won when the Jets were winless in the season. The Jets were by far the worst team in the NFL. Outside of that game, Carr is 0-9 when the temperature is under 40 degrees. I also do not know that he has the temperament for this market. There's just nothing about it I want. I, I would hang in there on Rodgers, and I like Lamar Jackson better. I like Jimmy Garoppolo better. There are other. There are going to be other options, and if you have to overpay for them because it becomes last minute, then you live with it. But I do not think the Jets should take themselves out of the quarterback game by signing Derek Carr right now. I have gone back and forth on that, and that is where I have landed. Number four. Everything I hear is that Green Bay is ready to move on from Rodgers. That's the next piece of this, and those two fit together like a hand in a glove. I I don't know. I cannot seem to get confirmation as to whether or not Rodgers is out of the dark room. Um, But at whatever point it is that he emerges, the way this game is supposed to be played is that he's going to let the Packers know what he wants. At at that point, I'm assuming he's going to want to know what they want, too. And I don't know how that conversation will go. But everything I'm hearing from everyone is that the Packers genuinely do believe in Jordan Love and that they have genuinely had enough of dealing with all of the things that come along with Aaron Rodgers, who is obviously a complicated person, and that they are ready to make that move. And if he comes back and says, I want to play, I believe that a trade then will become very much um, a, a possibility. And that ties back to what I said a moment ago about Derek Carr. If you're the Jets and there's any chance of getting Aaron Rodgers, you would have to be crazy not to try. I know he's difficult. I know he's expensive. I know it isn't guaranteed. But I also know that that is 
a better chance of catching lightning in a bottle than anything else you might possibly consider. I think you have to do it. Greeny with my top five takes on this franchise day. Number three. Uh, The Giants should sign Daniel Jones and tag Saquon Barkley. I have said many times, mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be running backs. I hate saying it because it's just not fair to them. But the lot in life of the running back is to get used up and thrown away. And that is what the Giants, I think, should do. They made the mistake of taking him with the second pick overall, and that is not a value judgment on him. He's a great player, and he had a great year, and there's no way they accomplish anything close to what they accomplished without him this past season. But that said, I think the definition of the year-to-year position is running backs. And so if I'm the Giants, I find a way to sign Daniel Jones if there's any way you can do it for two or three years, because I, I think that the this is still the dating process, not the marrying process, but the quarterback is the marrying kind. That's a marrying position, and running back is just not. So if I'm the Giants and I have my dream scenario, I am signing Daniel Jones, and I'm tagging Saquon Barkley. Number two. I think the Bears would be out of their minds to trade Justin Fields. I really do. I know I keep making this comparison. I don't see why Justin Fields can't be the next Josh Allen. Why he can't be the next Jalen Hurts. Justin Fields, as a as a um, as a prospect, was better than either of them. I know he didn't get drafted as high as Allen. He got drafted way higher than Hurts, but he was better than either of them. He fell in the draft because the draft process is ridiculous. Because these teams talk themselves into and out of everything. And they, that's what winds up, that's how you wind up with Zach Wilson making one throw at his pro day and suddenly being the second pick in the draft and Justin Fields hanging around till someone has the foresight to trade up and take him. Justin Fields becoming a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts would not be an upset. Jalen Hurts being Jalen Hurts is a massive surprise, a major surprise, and the, an incredible testament to his work ethic and, his, and, and how he has, what he has maximized. I love that kid. I don't mean this to diminish him. I mean it to embellish, if you will, jo, uh, Justin Fields. I think there's no reason he can't be the next one in that line. Why you get him legitimate NFL receivers and a legitimate NFL offensive line, why he can't be the next one to take that jump. I think that everything inside of him is exactly right. He's got the heart. He's got the character. He's got the determination. He's got the leadership. He's got everything you want. I think they will rue the day they trade that kid away, regardless of who is sitting there in the draft. And the fact that you have the major questions you do about Bryce Young, to me, just end the conversation. Number one. And then number one, I really think Lamar Jackson has played his last game in Baltimore. Let's lose the music on that one here. And I'll play you uh, Jeff Darlington from the other day. And he's been terrific on the TV show with us the last couple of days as well, talking about Lamar Jackson and his lack of willingness to play on the franchise tag. And I think that's right. I think Lamar Jackson doesn't want to play on the franchise tag. And I don't think the Ravens want him playing on the franchise tag. It's all well and good to say you're going to, if you're going to play anywhere, Lamar, you're going to play here and you're going to play for us. And if we've put you on the tag, then you have no choice. You can't make a living playing football any other way. That's the way this business is structured. It's not fair, but it is the reality. But I don't think that works for anybody. Lamar Jackson is the leader of that team. 
And to have him in a position, I'm going to use this term advisedly, but Mike Tomlin always says we want volunteers, not hostages. To have him in a position where he's there because he has to be, I don't think that works for anyone. So I don't think he plays on the on the franchise tag, and I don't think they want him to play on the franchise tag. This was Jeff. It's an interesting decision for the Ravens. We should expect them to place one of these tags on Lamar, keeping in mind, though, that it's not necessarily foreshadowing that he'll play on the tag, but rather this is just a, a stopgap. This is a way to reach a long-term extension with Lamar Jackson before he hits free agency or ultimately tagging and trading him to another team. And that's why when we look at the exclusive and non-exclusive tags, if they were to put that non-exclusive tag on him, you could see a team potentially coming in, trying to offer up two first-round picks and giving him the offer that maybe gets him, uh, lures him out of Baltimore. The exclusive tag would allow Baltimore to essentially negotiate with him with full exclusivity and maybe even trade him for more than two first-round picks. So an interesting decision ahead for Baltimore, one I would expect in the coming weeks. I, I think the, tra- the tag and trade is the likeliest scenario here. I really do. I, I, the, the way that thing went last year was predictable. It was easy to see coming. It was disastrous. I think that Lamar Jackson has played his final game in Baltimore. Now, do I know that? Of course not. I think that everything could easily be solved, cured, whatever the word is, by them guaranteeing him the contract he wants. But I don't think they're going to do it. And I think he is a principled person. He has, he has made this decision that he's not going to take it. He's not going to do it for anything other than anything less than that. Who am I to tell him that he's wrong? That's what he wants. I believe he will ultimately get it. But I think it's going to be somewhere else. So I think Lamar Jackson will wind up in Atlanta or in Carolina, maybe even on the Jets. Woody Johnson has made it pretty clear that his first priority is to get a big-time quarterback. And if there's anything we know about Woody, he loves the splash. He loves the star power. He was all in on Brett Favre. He was all in on Tim Tebow. He likes celebrity. Lamar Jackson would accomplish that. There's a lot of things about Rodgers I like better and a lot of things about Lamar I like better than Rodgers. So one way or the other, I believe that Lamar Jackson has played his last game as a Baltimore Raven. I am Greeny. We're coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Gray Goose. I want to mention very quickly, I'm so gratified, so incredibly grateful. So I mentioned to you last week, last uh, whatever the last day that I was here before I I had a few days off, um, that we have a special offer right now for the new book. The new book, which will be available, it's coming out April 4th, called Got Your Number. It is my first true sports book. And I mentioned that Barnes & Noble was doing an exclusive opportunity for you to get a signed copy. You just go to Barnes & Noble's website, and you will see they have signed copies there. And if you want an easy link to it, I posted the link to that at the top of my Twitter page. It is pinned to the top of my Twitter page. And someone sent me a note and said that we were the number five best-selling book on Barnes & Noble last Thursday, months before we are even available. And that is just because of the support that I get from you all the time with these. Uh, So I'm so grateful for that. I will say there are very limited numbers of those available right now at Barnes & Noble. So if you would like to get one, please order it now. You can pre-order a signed copy right now by going to Barnes & Noble's website 
or by going to uh, my Twitter page at ESPN Greeny and going to the link that you see um, posted, at, at, uh, pinned to the top of my Twitter page. You can click right on that and order a signed copy and it will be in the mail to you on April 4th. And it's signed by both me and by Hembo. The book is called Got Your Number. It is the first sports book I've ever done. Um, the, the reaction that I'm getting to this has been overwhelming. I, I, I had a feeling that we might do well. I can't believe the excitement that people have for this, and I'm so gratified. So if you pre-order now, it would be extraordinarily helpful to us. It will convince the publisher they should print more. So um, if you think this is a book that would be of interest to you or of interest to someone you know, maybe a Father's Day gift or something like that, um, then the time to order it is right now. And again, you can get an autographed copy by going to my Twitter page or by going to Barnes & Noble's website and ordering it there. My endless thanks for your support. The book is called Got Your Number. As we continue in a moment, the worst event of the weekend was no one's fault at all. And I will tell you why after this word from AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service, which not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of that check engine light being on. That information is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone with AutoZone. We're back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Bubba is with us today, as is the mustachioed Cam. Some thoughts on the NBA All-Star Game over the weekend. I heard a lot of criticism of the game itself. Uh, Bubba, what were your thoughts? Someone put into my uh, the, the, Google, the Google Doc today, maybe Cam, maybe this was you, that you thought the game itself was bad. Was, am I reading that right? Who, who, who thought the All-Star Game was bad? I think it was it was both of us. I didn't watch it, but I just heard it was yeah. bad. <laughs> I mean, I I tried to watch the game. I watched it for five minutes, and I I had to stop. I I couldn't do it. I I understand that. Here's what I would say: All Star games in general have as spectacles outlived their usefulness, but they remain, and this is true of all sports, but they remain viable as showcases. 
So the complicated part <coughs> that all the leagues are trying to figure out is how to continue to do them and make them the best that they can be. So as we have seen, the NFL has stopped playing a football game and they did this fun thing with Peyton and Eli where they had a bunch of different things and flag football and whatever else it was that they did. And fans are free to choose to either watch it or not. Um, and the basketball, look, it has become just basically a layup line. It, it's, it's just a glorified layup line. You get to see the guys make some shots and hopefully a few spectacular dunks. I, I guess what I would say to those who don't like it is I don't know what the alternative is. Like, I really don't. Um, you're not going to get these guys to play hard. You, you, there's no way in the world you're going to get them unless you put something at stake that is really meaningful there's no way in the world you're going to get these guys to play like this is, forget about a playoff game, like it's even a regular season game. And, you know, the much maligned Greeny plan in Major League Baseball, Bubba, looks better and better by the day. Now, I'll remind all of you who don't know this, that on the morning after the All-Star game in baseball that ended in a tie, and I forget what year, was it 2001? Whatever year the baseball game ended in a tie... Mike and I came on the next morning and the whole world was freaking out that the All-Star game had ended in a tie. And I said, it was 2002, and I said the following morning, I don't understand why people are concerned that the All-Star game ended in a tie. You wouldn't have cared if the National League had won. You wouldn't have cared if the American League had won. So why do you care that nobody won? If you want to make the All-Star game meaningful... You should give home field advantage in the World Series to the league that wins the All-Star game. And the next thing you know, they did that. You're welcome. So here's what I would ask you, Bubba. Is that a better idea? You have the NBA's Eastern Conference and Western Conference. The Eastern Conference Finals this year will be televised by our friends at TNT. We will have the Western Conference Finals. And the team that has the better record, even though they don't play the same schedule, will wind up getting home court advantage in the NBA Finals. If I said to you, let's give home court advantage in the NBA Finals to the conference that wins the All-Star game, and I understand they don't play it by conference anymore. It's now Team LeBron and Team Giannis or whatever, but you could easily go back to that. Would you be in favor of that? Because if you want to see these guys play hard, that's the way you do it. Is that a better idea? Yeah, I mean, I think it's certainly better than what we're doing right now. Is it? Um, you want you want the stakes of the All-Star game to be Game 7 of the NBA Finals as played in your building. Tread carefully here, because when I said this, I got mocked, I got ripped, I got crushed, I got obliterated by the American sports fan, even though I was right yeah. and baseball did it. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I remember. It was. It was you tell me. Should they do it? Because you're not going to make it otherwise. Right. You're not. There's no amount of money you're going to offer these guys. They're there's not 12 care, players yeah. on each team. There's no way in the world you're offering each of them 20 million dollars to play hard in this game. It's just not. It's not generating that kind of money. So if you want to make it meaningful, do that. But I guess my. Do you think how much would this make it meaningful? Still, do you think they would still? It try? would. Yes. Home court advantage in the NBA Finals would matter a lot. Matter to Jason Tatum. It would matter to Jalen Brown. Just go through the list of players in that game: Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, all these guys. Giannis. I mean, he was hurt, but whatever. Um, all these guys are on teams 
that that are thinking championship thoughts. Luca, Kyrie, all these guys are hoping to be in the finals this year. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in. I'm 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 all for. Are it. we doing it? Let's let's go. I mean, okay. I, I yeah. I mean, I remember as a kid growing up watching the All Star Game when it was competitive and enjoying it with Magic and Michael and, and Barkley and all those guys, and it was fun. I used to watch it as a kid and enjoyed it. So I'd like to get back to that. This is the Greeny Plan 2.0. Let's do it. Back back and better than ever. I mean, we did this 21 years ago, and the sport followed. They did what I told them to do. So if you want, if you're one of those people who's sitting and complaining about the All-Star game, I'm sitting here telling you that unless you put real meaningful stakes on it, you have no chance of getting a competitive game in that spot. So it's just going to be what it is, which is a glorified layup line. Stop complaining about it. You want to make it? You want to make it different? Put some stakes. Back in a moment on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at ten Eastern on ESPN Radio, or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at eight on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast.